0: I keep wondering, over and over again, if I made the right choice. Right or wrong? I know I'll go to hell for what I've done. And I accept that. But I wonder, is it necessary to make you come with me? Even if that is what you wished for? Japanese, a podcast where three dudes, yes, this week it's three dudes again, in their thirties, talks about anime, and I would sell my soul to Satan f- to find the answers I'm looking for. I'm Bill. Hey. No, you do
1: yourself last. <laughs>
0: well, that's the answer I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> hey, I'm reading them in the order that, that Josh posted them. <laughs> I just okay, po- fine. I was, I was posting them. Ugh. Just keep going. I don't feel like editing. <laughs> you will be editing. I don't want to. Future Andy, edit this. And he wants to remain in Containment Chamber asleep until he's needed. It's Josh. And you guys woke me up for this. Okay. And, and, and sometimes more than, you know, even when you're needed, you still stay in the Containment Chamber.
2: Just because you have the code key and you
0: don't ever share it with Andy. Sometimes you just got to keep one in the chamber. Why do you call your Containment Chamber the Hot Box?
2: Oh, you know why. I call mine the
1: Lovesack.
0: Love Sack or love Shaq? Yes. <laughs> and I wanted to believe in my best friend. He's Andy. I,
1: you, you can believe. Believe in me. <laughs> I'm real. Clap your hands. I clap, I don't know what's clap, real anymore. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> uh. Hi, everyone.
2: Hi.
1: Hi. <laughs> we're here. Once again. For another episode of Tuning Japanese. where We're reviewing... Gungrave, and we are at episode 16, which is entitled "Letter." This is this is gonna be a fun one. It is. I am a fan of this one. Uh, we'll get into it, but I, I do enjoy this episode. I think it'll be good.
0: I clapped my hands and it turned off my second monitor. Oh no! <laughs>
1: wait, do you? Wait a minute. Do you, do you have the clapper?
0: <laughs> no, They they, they have antibodies for that now. Mm, Alright, yeah, straight. <laughs> It helps, um, so I hear. You would. <laughs> Josh just got the clap so bad he can hear it. <laughs> oh, God.
2: Dude, dude, I've What's, got... No, no, what? no. I've gotten the clap uh, so, so many times, it's a studio audience.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the doctor um, said you had applause. Hey,
1: hey! <laughs> it's like a sex life, filmed in front of a studio audience. <laughs> I, I just, I just want to note, you both
2: laughed at that one, so... I, I feel good about myself for the rest of the day.
1: Uh, how are we doing, guys?
2: Doing good. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not so cold anymore. Amazing! No, although amazing
1: how things. change I am so wrapped quickly. up. I'm wrapped up because I'm still cold, but like <laughs> I'm always cold. It's
2: because you refuse to give yourself even a percent, even one percent body body fat here. Oh,
1: I ha- trust me. I have body fat. I have body okay, fat. Okay, fine. For you, sure,
2: you, you won't allow yourself ten percent body
1: fat. Ah, that's fair hey bill how you doing
0: i'm okay i'm tired i'm glad it's, it's i don't it's i don't want to go back monday and you can't make me uh you know that's fair that's fair <laughs> that's, most that's, of my kids
1: are testing monday so i don't have to do much monday i'm pretty excited oh that's oh, great man <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Get get ahead of editing this episode
1: oh sweet innocent josh you give me far too much credit Probably get caught up in my grading that I'm extremely behind
0: on, but that's a different story.
1: Yes, uh, you, should, week, you
0: should play me out loud in class. That's a good idea.
1: That <laughs> sounds like a bad idea. Uh, this week, we are reviewing some Gun Grave, But first, <laughs> yes. But first, nerd news. Yay! Josh, I'm going to let you go first. Hey, what do you got for new
2: news? Hey, do, do you guys like Modoc? <laughs> Were you, were you hoping, uh, were you wondering when will they actually have something Marvel related that had MODOK as a central character? I not, mean,
1: not in the least. Really, no, really, no, <laughs> but uh, no, nope. tell me about it. But,
2: but, but they just recently dropped a trailer for Marvel's MODOK. I saw this and it's like, it, essentially it's robot chicken meets the office, but focused on AIM and MODOK. It just sounds
1: lovely, and it looks hilarious. Uh, don't forget, Patton Oswalt Patton is playing Os- Modoc, Yes, which I think is a perfect casting. I think Patton Oswalt should do all voices. Well, maybe not all voices. That'd get, that that repetition would, would get kind of boring. No. Would have made Chezzis so much better if pa- Patton Oswalt was Chezzis. <laughs> just saying. Or Towboy. Our Toboy! Oh my God, Patton Oswald is Toboy. I'm in. We're redoing. Oh, we're gonna redo. Do, do you really think?
2: Do you really think though that Patton Oswalt would do uh, Oswalt? God, <laughs> Oswalt would do better Oswald than Belmont? Steve Bloom as
1: uh, Leroy? Yes, as yes. Lebron. So yes. So what we're gonna do? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna do a Kickstarter, and we're gonna call it uh, All Oswalt anime and we're going to do like an episode of every anime that we've reviewed where he's going to do the voice. We're going to pay him to do the voice of every character. I don't think we can afford him, dude.
0: That's
1: uh, we'll, I'm we'll pretty sure we'd all that's have fine. to
2: catch, cash in our 401ks just to do one
1: uh, hour with Patton Oswald. That would be amazing. <laughs> it would be worth
0: it. <laughs> eh.
1: I'll just have him do a bumper for Shadow Vein and I'll release that and then never do an episode of Shadow Vane Oh yeah, yet. that'll, that'll, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> What is the
2: shadow faith <laughs> thing and <laughs> Oswald uh, promoted it? What is it? it sounds Why? like a we questionable endeavor.
1: What's that? Oh, oh god! Hey, so this is going to be on Hulu, which uh, <laughs> I was I was a little surprised about because of uh, the push for Disney Plus. But then you, know, you reminded me that they do have a yes, they do they do have a, a, a cause for Hulu here since yeah. they are involved.
0: Yeah, I think technically Fox owns a stake in Hulu and Fox is owned by Disney now. So right, that's fair. Right. I don't think they directly own a stake. I think Fox owns a stake. Yeah. But yeah, go check that out. There is a, uh, I think about a minute long trailer. Yeah. It's about uh, a minute. Trailer. About a minute. Um, and it's it, worth
1: it. It's it just looks really great. It's, it's funny. Uh, Yeah. So that's, that's your nerd news. That's Fantastic. my nerd news. I it's definitely, very, definitely grief. go
2: check that out. Not Monster Hunter related. Uh, it's just because Monster Hunter Rise is coming out on the 26th of March. So there's just a lot of, video going on a lot of people show up yeah. like gameplay show off but no demos or anything like
1: that so and now it's a waiting game oh my god it's driving me nuts uh Bill did you I... have anything for new news this week nope <laughs> okay I got, I got nothing okay. Alright, then uh, <laughs> pass alright uh I will end it here with a couple of things uh number one I this hold my last action. week okay that's fair we'll, we'll hold your action if, if you uh what's your trigger for that Hold my beer.
0: If I think of What's something your, if, to say, <laughs> okay. If you, then you'll say it. Got it. If I can find and introduce within uh, a few minutes. All right. Uh,
1: this last week we had a couple of big announcements from video game companies. Uh, we had the Sony State of Play, uh, which was it's a basically like a Nintendo Direct online thing that they do from time to time to make announcements for upcoming games. Uh, pretty boring overall. Um, with the exception of two announcements from that, um, oh. one less exciting was uh, Deathloop. It's just a game that I'm really excited for, which is a first-person shooter, kind of Groundhog's Day esque uh, yeah. sort of game that looks really fun. And then uh, the second thing is the Final Fantasy VII remake will be be uh, ported over to the PlayStation Five. Uh, if you own it, you get a free upgrade uh, with all kinds of quality of life changes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, faster load times, better graphics, so on and so forth. Um also along with that announcement they announced a uh extra mission DLC mm-hmm. uh starring Yuffie. Uh so you get to play as Yuffie first first character outside of the four that were playable in the original. Um you'll actually get a chance to take a little bit of a test drive on. It is set after Cloud falls uh fighting uh before he in between when he was gone with Aerith, and he fell into the church. Uh there's a extra mission you can play as Yuffie. Very mm-hmm. excited because Yuffie is a fantastic character.
2: I know. I feel she's optional at best.
1: Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually, actually, I do have concurrent uh, um, information about Final Fantasy VII Remake that I don't Ooh, know if you knew about. Do. Please tell me. In a couple days, March 2nd, for the entire month of March, Final Fantasy VII Remake will be free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, yes. However, you will not get those. Uh, those. Uh, it's the original game. Not yeah, the, it's the not, one for PlayStation yeah. 4. And, and, and what is the PS5 supposed to be called? It's like uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Interchangeable. Integrate. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so it's not integrated. It's the original. So. Yes. I'm going to get it. It's like, okay. Yeah, I great game. I might as well it get it. I mean, if it's going to be free, okay. Yeah. All right. So you got this nice little booster section, side section for PS5. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have a PS5. I don't care. I'll. I'll get the free there game you
1: go. for now. Play it it's it's well worth it. I, I highly recommend. I've heard. Uh first thing I've heard so far that makes me want a PS5. Comes out I think uh this year, summer, summertime. Oh. So. Actually, uh, can I
2: can I insert actually one little bit of
1: Monster Hunter news sure. that I forgot
2: about? So sure. Sure, and I got one last thing. Uh, yes, it was announced this week actually that Monster Hunter Rise will actually get a PC port in twenty twenty two. I heard
1: about that. Yeah, I heard um, about that too. Which timed exclu- exclu- ex- exclusivity?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which that's fantastic. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it should still be on PS." You know, the the current gen consoles. I'm like, there's a lot that would have to be done to get that converted to.
1: Right. right. Even
2: a PS4 and and Xbox One. So, but the PC players, that's great.
0: Yeah,
1: that's awesome. I'm cool. That's awesome. I'm glad that the PC players get to play that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bill, any thoughts on the Final Fantasy VII? I know you didn't have a chance to play that game. So,
0: yeah, not not really, no.
1: I also don't have PlayStation Plus. So,
0: yeah, Yeah. no. No thoughts.
1: (laughs) Uh, Last announcement, and then we'll get into our review this week. There was also uh, this. Saturday, rather, Uh, Saturday the 27th was Pokemon Day, which is the anniversary of the release of Pokemon uh, 25 years ago in Japan. Mm. And uh, the day before, on Friday, they released a short 20-minute video detailing some different announcements. Uh, They started the video with a really, really cool, I think it's like five and a half minute long video that's a celebration of like the last 25 years of Pokemon. And it just basically goes through like every Pokemon thing ever in chronological order, like from games to anime to movies to the card game. to all like the weird ass, strange, like out there gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Very cool video. Very nostalgic. Um, they showed us a little bit more of Pokemon Snap, which comes out this year. Uh, the new Pokemon Snap, which is a brand new game. The last time there was a Pokemon Snap game was for the N64. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Um, we, the long rumored Diamond and Pearl remakes were announced. This is the version from, uh, the, the gen from the fourth gen, I think it is from the DS. They're named, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, this was a little divisive. It's got a chibi art style and kind of goes back from where it's been going more realistic, uh, to an over the top, very much kind of like the original. Uh, and it's gotten a lot of backlash. I think it's cute. A lot of people don't like the art style. What
2: was the name? What was the name of the other game before you were talking about the uh, uh,
1: um,
2: Pokemon? What new Pokemon Snap?
1: Thank you. There you go. Thanks. Uh, and then the last thing, which is I think the most exciting announcement uh, from the entire thing, was a brand new open world Pokemon game set back in time uh, before there were digital Pokedexes and before there were big settlements and Pokemon leagues and gyms. Called Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus, I don't know how you say that Pokemon's name, uh, which is going to be released in early 2022. Getting some major Breath of the Wild vibes, uh, mm. open world, beautiful graphics. You can tell it's really early, and they just wanted to re- like showcase it. Um, frame rates are really pretty terrible in the video, but I'm guessing with some time they'll get it looking absolutely gorgeous.
2: So, so the before times, the before. They yes. had twelve-year-olds do dog fighting with their Pokemon. Yeah, it's for it, is a, <laughs> it is set in
1: a it is set in the very feudal Japan-esque uh, looking Sinnoh region, which is where Diamond and Pearl takes place. Uh, and you literally walk around, roll. There's Pokemon in the wild. You literally just throw your Pokeball in the wild and like catch them that way. Uh, it's really cool. It's really neat. I'm very much excited for that.
0: nifty. Any thoughts on that, Bill? So, do we celebrate uh, Pokemon Day next year? With dollar drink specials at the local dog fighting ring. And now let's get into this week's episode. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Bill! Let me have my dog fighting
1: game.
2: The new celebrity uh, who will promote Pokemon will be Michael Vick.
1: Hey, it's episode sixteen. I think it's Josh's week. <laughs> it is. It is. Josh, uh, uh-huh. this episode is once again titled "Letter." Letter. Do you want to take us away? <laughs> I guess I can thanks man right. you ruin everything i know <laughs> so the
2: episode opens with dr tokioka contemplating his actions and using necrolization necrolization <laughs> to revive dr tokioka <laughs> <laughs> new york city feeling he does deserve to pay for his sins in uh for creating the process he doubts having to drag brandon down with him Despite this being uh, the latter's explicit wish.
1: Yeah, we find out this episode. He's like, make me a zombie.
2: Right. So the doc then looks at a letter uh, addressed to Big Daddy. So we go to our title card
1: letter. Can I I pause for a second? I know we're going to get there, but Mm -hmm. I just want to say when Big Daddy reads that letter, when we get to that point, just want to note now before I forget, there was no mention of a cowboy hat. (laughs) (laughs) No
0: mention at all. Nope. He didn't say. P.S. Weird fetish gear, please.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I I think we can get we can touch more on that in a minute. Touch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So we are then treated to the aftermath of the necrolizer's rampage that destroyed the the lab. Harry, Lee, and Bob discuss the casualties and presume that Dr. Tokioka, along with five other researchers are, who are unaccounted for, are among the dead. While questioning if it was or wasn't an accident, they are met by an R&D researcher named Laguna Glock, who straight up says that if they applied the necrolization... Process, necrolization? <laughs> process, so many ostriches!
0: <laughs> <laughs> there said there'd be some org men! But this is way too many Orgmen. So many Orgmen. <laughs> Process
2: on a living individual, the results would be better than if it were done to dead bodies. Harry accepts Glock's proposal to head up the new research, and uh, Laguna Glock is voiced by Dan Warren, but he's credited as Jackson Daniel. Okay. Um, sh- should I make a, um, a a whiskey joke here? Or do we need to do that later?
1: Maybe later. I, I am... Okay, I know that everyone in this anime has a fucked up name. Mm-hmm. Whiskey's no joke. But, like, <laughs> Laguna Glock, I'm not gonna... You, I, I'm Dr. Glock. No, thank you. <laughs> no. Doc Glock. Doc Oh, Doc Glock.
0: That's actually a good Spider name. Man. <laughs> that
2: really is. Damn. That was
0: my favorite. Oh, I gotta fight Doc, Doc Ock. Uh, no, it's Doc Glock. What? Oh. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Peter, I don't think your spire sense is going to work well against him.
0: It's just the Punisher with a stethoscope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Could someone? I know. I ask all the you time. You ask us all the time. Please draw.
1: Please draw the Punisher as a doctor. Doctor Punisher. Doctor Glock. Doctor Octopus. <laughs>
2: Lee begins to question Harry accepting Glock's research, sight unseen. However, after taking Bear's soul-gazing abilities for himself, he informs Lee that Glock would sell his soul to Satan to find the answers he's looking for. What is that from? Dresden! The soul... Dresden.
1: Okay, that's it. That's right. I was like, I know that reference. I
2: I can't believe you guys (laughs) never made a soul-gazing comment once when you reviewed that episode. Oh my god,
1: his name is Harry. (laughs) Bum-bum-bum. It's God. It's all there. Yeah, Andrew, you cracked this wide open. I, so when when did the when's the first Dresden Files book written? Oh God, nineteen
2: ninety nine, something like that. Okay, so 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 this anime late nineties, late
1: nineties, yeah, okay. early two thousand, right. something like that. I, I was going to say that. Uh, I was going to say Butcher. Well, oh, no, 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 They just hit twenty years property.
2: They just hit twenty years. Uh, last year, so two thousand. Okay,
1: and this anime was was late was later than that.
2: Uh, yeah, a couple years later.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, for once, Jim Butcher isn't just stealing some other random IP to mm-hmm. his skin. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for once. You say that
1: like it's not awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I still, I'm still, still not in love with the series yet. I've read three books. I'll get there. I'll get there. Yeah, get you, the you, haven't got, you haven't gotten, you haven't gotten
2: to the good stuff yet. Deadbeats really when it gets really good. The third book's still pretty good, though.
1: I like the third book better than the other two. Yeah.
2: So, we later see Tokioka meeting Tokioka in an open park at night. <laughs> Worst Wait a minute, secret location ever. Wait, just stay with me. Now, Tokioka okay. gives Tokioka some money and a car. Tokioka informs Tokioka that he needs to get a case and letter to Big Daddy, which Tokioka informs Tokioka <laughs> that he is actually working for Big Daddy, which surprises Tokioka. Apparently, Tokioka hadn't spoken with Tokioka for 15 years, therefore did not inform Tokioka of his current employment. Everybody got that?
1: Who the fuck is Big Daddy? Big Daddy. Uh, um, no. Okay. This is the scene that I forgot. Cause I know that we talked about this briefly like before and I'm rewatching this along the way and I'm, I'm up to date with this episode. It's just so weird. It's, it's just like, 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 ah, my brother who I haven't seen in 15 years. We look exactly alike, man. I wish I could get this letter to big daddy. You mean my employer? Yeah. That guy. Like it is such a, a moment of like, just, oh, it just happened to be, womp, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that was some interesting writing it's like they only set that up just so they could get this one little plot point like you've got to get him to big daddy but they are not connected at all oh we'll make his brother a fucking he has butler
0: but yes. they haven't talked yes. to 15 years for no particular reason yes maybe because one of them went to mad science <laughs> he he got his degree in mad science it's never
2: brought up, but Dr. Tokioka was a uh, student of Dr. Her- Herbert West, so, you know.
0: I You know what? i believe it. I'd accept that.
1: Big
2: Daddy reads the letter that Brandon sent him, and which is narrated and paraphrased by Brandon himself. Um, if you actually oh, yes. read the letter, there is some paraphrasing that, obviously, they couldn't do well with the uh, uh, dubbing for some reason. But he details that he was fully aware of Harry's shenanigans, especially... Andy? <gasps> Necrolization? Brandon admitted he never told Big Daddy because... Mayonnaise? He had deluded himself into believing what Harry was doing was for the best of Millennium. He wanted to believe in his best friend. I, I like this. And it's obvious, too. Just the way he was even saying was like, I wanted to believe what he was doing was right. I, I knew it was wrong. I knew he was breaking the rules, but he was my best friend. What could I do?
1: Yeah, there there are a lot of moments of like little bitty flashbacks, too, in this episode, and they fit well in this episode. Sometimes flashbacks feel like a cheap way to save on animation a little bit and save a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they pick and choose some of those flashbacks really well for this episode.
2: I think so, too. I mean, they really did focus on Big Daddy's key memories of Brandon, some of the, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: those um, sentimental moments that he had with him. Which really was really good.
0: So Yeah, I agree. And Andy, would you trust me with making abominations of nature?
1: Um
0: would you believe I was doing that? <laughs> would you believe in me?
1: Um I'd probably have to have a few talks with you. <laughs> I mean, just a I few. Think. That's that's the right answer. That's fair. Yeah. 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 I I I wouldn't just sit back and be like No, he's totally doing the right thing. It sounds
2: like a daily reminder sort of thing that that you'll just randomly message uh, Bill once a day and say, remember, those abominations are for the betterment of
0: mankind, right? (laughs) Right? Right, tell me right. (laughs) You're not dressing up like cowboys. I, I dress a lot like clowns.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that you, Cowboys would not be your choice.
2: Big Daddy does think back about the discussion that he had with Brandon about Harry and his uh, concerns about Harry's actions. And, you know, it's where we see Brandon make that gesture of him removing the one bullet out of the chamber. And I think I reala- realize now what the meaning of that was even, that he was showing Big Daddy that he's always ready. They always has a bullet in the chamber ready to go.
0: <laughs> I gotta
1: always got to happen bit. in the chamber.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's like he, he's like a hitman boy scout right there. He's always prepared to kill somebody. Are we making semen jokes or poop jokes?
1: <laughs> I'm going with semen, but... Uh, I, was, I was making poop jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, both will motivate you to do what you got to do so you can get that
0: up. Mm-hmm. Keep them in the chamber. <laughs> keep one of each. Keep in, keep keep one of Oh, gosh. <laughs> Never fire off both at once. <laughs> no, bad idea. <laughs> Meanwhile...
2: Maria's in denial over the revelation about Harry killing Brandon.
1: She's really not in a great mental state here. She
2: can't imagine that Harry would do this to his oldest and closest friend. She then decides that it might be best to
1: murder Harry herself, which... (sighs) I wasn't sure where that was going at first. At first, I was like, when she opens the silverware drawer in the scene, I'm like, is she trying to remember all the dinner she had with like Brandon? Is this like a like a oh, my, our silverware that we ate with? And then she like looks at the knife, and I'm like, what is she gonna do with that knife? I didn't I didn't get it until she showed up in there.
2: So Big Daddy has uh, Tokioka drive him to meet Tokioka, where he sees Brandon sleeping in the truck. <laughs> oh,
0: it was, look, I'm tuckered out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just, don't, 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 mind him, don't mind him sleeping in a refrigerated truck with uh, constant rotating uh, vials of blood and plasma around his body. You know, don't don't mind him.
1: I also really like this scene. I'd nap in a refrigerated truck. Oh, that sounds so good. Right? Like, I'd have to have so many blankets. Right. So, so then (laughs) we
2: get more of the uh, narration from the letter, which uh, we are informed that Brandon met with Tokioka in private and had him necrolyze Brandon once he died. And if shit got too surreal and Millennium decides to unleash an army of crazy white guys that can destroy anything, then he'd need to be revived to destroy them all. Direct quote. I mean, very specific instructions that had to be
0: an army of crazy white guys. Republicans, right? Gotcha. Mm -hmm,
2: mm
0: Oh no! I love the episode where he fights Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh god, (laughs) (laughs) she's terrible. He barely outguns her. He just barely has more firepower. Uh, Yeah,
1: bitch, bitch, bitch likes her guns, likes her guns and her straight sex. uh,
0: I I mean, don't lump me in with her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) She likes. I like those she, things too. She likes she likes
1: guns and not being threatened by the existence of non-straight people.
0: No, I like not being threatened by the existence of non straight people. Uh, she she, dude, she she likes runs... being threatened by. It. <laughs>
2: no, no no no. She she likes guns and uh, going and doing CrossFit. I
1: can so, see it. That,
2: no, no, one that's the thing. She, she she, does. She's yeah. all about CrossFit and has, like, gyms that do CrossFit. Like, like, one of her things. Yeah. She owns,
1: like, a series of gyms or something. Mm-hmm. Place definitely not to go. So she went from one cult to another. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Basically. I wonder if she's friends with Colby.
0: <laughs> Apologies to anyone who is in the CrossFit. Uh... <laughs> I wonder if I could start a, a franchise of QFit fit gyms where I get conspiracy theorists to do... Crazy workouts. Uh, can I videotape them all? <laughs> and then I just gas the place. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, we're getting off. Well, we
1: are way off uh, topic. Here. How did we get on let's, this? Let's, topic. let's
2: talk about guns and dead people.
0: Ah, uh, yes. I was trying to grave anime. So I was trying to. to
2: shocked by this revelation. Big Daddy breaks down, remembering the good and. Sometimes awkward man that he viewed as his son, tells Brandon to stay asleep and be at peace. Which, this is actually really is um a touching,
1: very sad scene. Um, it's a touching, it's a touching scene. Yeah, but when he just like his first words is he's like holding Brandon's hand. He's like, "You're so awkward."
0: (laughs) I'm like, like, "God, that
1: sounds so mean." He's dead. Leave him alone.
0: I view you as a son, so uh, that means I impregnated your love interest.
1: Yes. Later on, Big
2: Daddy requests uh, to keep Brandon asleep for all time, and that he would assist Dr. Tokioka in any way that he can. He then nails Tokioka with a mean right right cross, knocking to- Tokioka over. Big Daddy begins to walk away when uh, he meets up with Tokioka.
1: The other Tokioka.
2: Right. Meanwhile, Tokioka is kind of like, you know, thinking, uh, yeah, no, this hurts, but it's not nearly as much pain as I deserve. Like, my God, the man is a masochist. Like, no wonder why he, he dresses, uh, um, branded up as a BDSM cowboy, man. He wants, he wants to be punished. (laughs) Oh God. It's
0: not as (laughs) much pain as I deserve or (laughs) what?
2: (laughs) Not only did he create an undead, unkillable soldier, but he created an undead, unkillable leather daddy.
1: <laughs> That's the name of, that was the name of my punk band in uh, my early teaching years. <laughs> Und-
2: <laughs> back, back in your experimental <laughs> phase,
1: back in my, experimental back, back, phase. <laughs> back when you experimented
2: with straight sex.
1: Dabbled. <laughs> Dabbled.
2: <laughs> so as a uh, big daddy's walking out, he meets Tokioka who informs him that maria can't be found anywhere on
0: the mansion cuz she's in the mansion not on it <laughs> break card oh
1: you've made it into the break card my name is andy and you are listening to another episode of tuning japanese where we're still somehow recording episodes and talking about gungrave I want to start the break card today with an apology. It has been about a month since our last release. We recorded this episode a long while back, and I know that there's no real excuse for putting these episodes out late, but given my crazy work schedule and the fact that I'm doing all the editing right now by myself, uh, I'm struggling to kind of keep up. And I apologize for the lateness. We've got another episode recorded already after this one that I'm hoping to get to This coming week, because I will be on spring break. We've got a couple of bonus episodes that I need to get up onto the Patreon for our backers on there. And I just want to thank you for sticking with us and believing in us, despite the fact that we are definitely running a bit behind. Again, thank you for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. If you want to help support the show in a monetary way, so that way maybe at some point I can afford to get an editor for this show, and then we can have regular releases all the time... You can head to patreon.com slash tuning where you'll get bonus episodes, you can get physical rewards, and you'll get the satisfaction of helping us out to create a better show for everyone. If you can't support in a monetary way, and I totally understand if you can't, these are trying times, you can go to Apple Podcasts, you can go to Stitcher, you can go wherever that you found this podcast and leave a five-star rating and review. Those reviews go a huge way of helping other people find us and we'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to keep the break card a little short. We're going to head back into our review of this episode. Hope you all are enjoying, and time to get back into the world of Gungrave. Hey, we're back for the break card. Yeah,
2: there we go. Meanwhile, Maria is taking a cab into the city where she will have a private meeting with Harry and kill him. Oh, kill him. (laughs) I wrote it as kill because I've been watching Forged. Kill him. No, no, no. I've been watching Forged in Fire, and one of the judges, whenever he he attacks with the weapons, he just goes, it will kill him. Or kill haul him. Either way, that's going to (laughs) suck. You guys ever watch Black Sails? Just side note, you ever guys... No,
1: I haven't. Uh-huh. Sit
2: down and watch it, because they actually show somebody getting keel hauled, and it's I'll brutal to watch. It. It's brutal.
1: Well, I bet it's terrible.
2: Oh, it's Blackbeard that they keel I probably
1: won't watch
2: it. But Maria is stopped by Big Daddy, who escorts her out of the building and lies to her that Brandon's still alive and gives her the case, letting her know that if uh, she ever needs Brandon's help to use the case and find him and... He sees her off and enters the building. And I I just think that's an interesting situation altogether where he just straight up lies to her. She asks, really goes, would I lie to you? One, (laughs) he didn't straight up tell you that he was the head of a mafia organization. You had to find out Mm -hmm. through private investigators on your own. So yes, he would lie to you.
1: Do you guys think that this was the best option for Big Bad Big Big Baddy, <laughs> Big for Big Daddy for Big Daddy to do here to lie to Maria. Was this the best option?
0: I mean in general, no.
2: I mean on principle, no, but at the same time, if I don't think there would have been in a lot of ways, she was dead set uh, on taking out Harry no matter what. That I'm fairly certain Big Daddy said, I got to tell her something or else she's going to still want to try to kill Harry. And that's going to get her killed, get the baby killed. And I can't have that. So he he made a decision uh, because yeah. I think he also knew what was going to go down. Like he knew that this was I don't there's another, another part of me that wants to say he was saying all these things about, you know, you, you may we may never see him again and this, that and the other thing. I think in a lot of ways he was saying, I am never going to see you again. I'm going away now. Because he knew that what he was going to do was going to probably be the end of him, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there was a sense of knowing kind of where it was going to end up going. Mm-hmm. He's one man going into Harry's domain.
2: Yeah, he's entering the lion's den and he's covered in meat for some reason. Like Lady Gaga? <laughs> <laughs> So Big Daddy then heads to Harry's office. While riding the elevator, he has an inner monologue about his time as the boss of Millennium, and that you know he had been it been in that position for over thirty five years. He understands that he's more than likely going to his death, which uh, but he does not regret his choices, except for not having more time with Maria. But is still extremely happy he got to hook up with that young piece of ass, and that Brandon hooked him up. Oh. Don't like it. You don't like it?
0: <laughs> nope.
2: All right, fine, then. That, that He's happy he got to be with Maria and that uh, Brandon was the catalyst for that. Is that a little bit better for you, Bill? Or is that still creepy?
0: I mean, it's still creepy. It's still creepy, but I can't put that creepy on you. <laughs> yeah, it's not Josh's fault here. It's the enemy's <laughs> yeah, fault. Yeah. I mean, it's still creepy, but not...
2: Well, okay, at least we know that this isn't like, you know a former president marrying a European model. So the European model can uh, have a a green card or some whatever bullshit.
1: Yeah. George Washington was a real weirdo. Yeah, he
2: was
1: (laughs) definitely. was.
2: So big daddy meets with Harry in his office and the two have uh, opposing ideologies about how millennium should be ran. Big daddy believes in harmony and Harry believes in the concept of progress at the cost of harmony. They then have a dispute over bourbon and whiskey, but to help clarify this point, I'm gonna have to turn this over to our resident whis- whiskey expert and fan of bourbon, Andy. No, I mean Bill. Bill. Uh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Sure. Oh, oh god, you
1: put me on the spot there. I was about ready to freak out. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: Do we need to give that at least the context of the of that conversation where where he keeps saying that bourbon's derivative of whiskey?
0: Yeah that 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 conversation pissed me off to be honest. I I yes it. No, that's just not even correct. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Bourbon Let's is expl- whiskey. Ex- ex- explain it to me then. Yeah, you I have... think we've explained this. I think we've talked about this multiple times.
1: Yeah, but we our listeners have, but... haven't. Maybe. <laughs> I
0: think we might have. Um, right, whiskey here... is a umbrella term. Right. Scotch is a kind of whiskey. Bourbon is a kind of whiskey. Mm-hmm. They have there are very certain specifics that apply. Right. To make one or the <laughs> other. Bourbon has to be made in America. Mm-hmm. It has to be made of 51, at least 51% corn. Mm-hmm. It has to be aged in a, for three years minimum in a new charred oak barrel. It is a very specific thing. And his weird talk about like one is old and one's new, but it's better because it's new. Uh, whatever. It, whoever wrote that speech does not understand whiskey. I figured
2: as much as I'm like, this isn't right, because bourbon's a type of whiskey. It's not a derivative. There is not one specific whiskey,
1: is there? I mean...
0: No, it's... there's not.
1: Yeah. If you get rid of all the whiskey, all you got left is bourbon.
2: Right. I mean, this is... this. this... I mean, I understand what no. they were trying to get at, but they really did not... Yeah, as Bill said.
0: No, that... No. <laughs> It was, it was it irritated me because it was just so wrong. It was just like
2: I and I knew when when you got to that point in the show, you're probably gonna be you probably almost rage quit the show right there.
0: I just sighed, shook my head. At it.
1: Yeah, I just really want that giant chunk of ice that they had in that glass. Like that was a huge chunk of ice.
0: They sell those.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's you, awesome. Huge chunk of ice, and then that's where you get an ice pick. You break it. You break. Oh, uh, okay. You know. No, in fact, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You, you can actually buy. Uh, it's like single ice cubes that are super crystal clear.
2: Uh, nice. That's got to be expensive, though. For your it is, whiskey. It is.
0: It's stupid. It's stupid expensive.
2: Offended by Harry's re- remark of destroying all whiskey, Big Daddy decides to kill him, but doesn't quite get the off as Boongie shoots the revolver out of Big Daddy's hand. And Harry dismisses Boongie and tries to convince Big Daddy just to leave with maria into a quiet little town
1: yeah boongi's just chilling next door literally he's just <laughs> standing in an open doorway like hey boss i shot him
2: do you think the conversation was before big daddy arrived was oh okay so here, here's the thing boongi big daddy's coming up here i'm fairly certain he's gonna kill me i just want you to hang in the doorway if he draws a gun you do your
1: thing but don't kill him okay i mean honestly yeah
2: and like and like, Boonji's like, "All right, I'm just gonna smoke cigarettes until until you you give me a sign."
0: <laughs> I'm a 15 year old who's gonna stand here and smoke cigarettes the whole time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Then then Big Daddy actually hurts Brandon in the worst way that any bullet could ever do. In the nuts. <laughs> ha! He hits him with the revelation that Brandon knew everything. And that information drives Harry to just straight up gun down Big Daddy screaming that he stole the vote. I mean, stole his best friend away from him. Harry then vows to destroy every bit of Big Daddy's existence and memory from the world. Even Maria. Maria, Maria! My description, I don't think really does the scene justice. I mean, he really does lose his shit over all of this. He shoots the
1: fuck out of him. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of disturbing.
2: You would almost think that that in a fit of rage, he'd actually, you know, once he ran out of ammo, would reload the gun and empty another clip into the body. I mean, I think I would be that distraught.
1: Just saying. He looks like he considers it because he's like, this isn't enough. This is I've shot the old man to death and the carpet is not ruined. This isn't enough. I need to do more. Right. Gotta eat him. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna spit on his corpse now. I'm gonna
2: pee
0: this on it. This
1: is fucked up. This was a really fucked up scene.
2: It, like, it really but, was, but also just kind of shows you know Harry shit in his
0: mouth and then put him through necrolization. Ew, shits on <laughs> me. Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, I'll just say this now because it's not a massive spoiler for the Uh-oh. Movie, for the series. But I'll, I'll say it about <laughs> the video game. So, I don't know do, what's you, do you know what the final <laughs> boss in the original I... video game was? No. Big Daddy's necrolized
0: head. Oh God! Okay, <laughs> that's fucked up.
2: Yeah, they didn't do that. Just <laughs> slight spoiler for those that are still following uh, episode to episode. That does not happen in this series. Other okay, fucked good. up shit happens. That's <laughs> damn that's near Cronenbergian shit happens. We'll we'll get there. Yeah,
1: we, so, we will get there.
2: We finally see we got ten episodes after this. Right, one. we finally see that Doctor Tokioka he's monologuing about Brandon's loyalties to Millennium's organization and how it goes beyond the grave huh, that's, that's kind of catchy. I'm just going to read credits. He (laughs) (laughs) rechristens. Thank you, CinemaSins. (laughs) He then rechristens Brandon to beyond the grave and also decides to complete his gothic cowboy look, which uh, was the real reason he needed all that money from his brother. It was so that way he could get his undead leather daddy.
1: I mean, leather's expensive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Leather is is expensive.
1: It
2: is. The final scene is <laughs>
1: oh yeah it is. You. Uh, he said that was such a like a little like I love it. Yeah, anyway, carry on. Fair enough.
2: <laughs> the final moment of the episode shows that while Tokioka is doing his monologue, the uh, door to the containment semi is closing, closing grave off to the world. With Doctor Tokioka hoping he will never have to be awakened. We'll find out. So, yeah, we'll find <laughs> out. And then, I imagine, and he, he will. never was. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Roll credits. Yeah, and we'll find out in the next episode.
1: Mika, which is titled Mika. Fun. Yeah, God damn but it. that's next week. Yeah. Oh, guess uh, yeah. Josh. Yeah, that's that's my episode. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, hey, <laughs> let's talk about this episode, Josh. Final thoughts of this episode. I really do like this episode. It's
2: explicitly Big Daddy Swan song. Um, and it really shows just the balls that big daddy has, I think, um, in a lot of ways, uh, but also at the same time shows just how legitimately he felt towards Brandon as, you know, as his views of him, like as being his surrogate son, how important he was to him. Um, it was fantastic. I mean, is there a a crap load of content in here? No, not really. And I don't think you need to, it's a really good character centric episode. And you get a really good look at Big Daddy. You see the the opposite, the opposing viewpoints of old millennia, you know, Big Daddy's millennium and Harry's millennium and how Harry's, you know, not only killing Big Daddy, but he's killing what was millennium. And now he's going to go forward with his own insanity.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And it just, it really is a really good, it's a good poignant episode, I think. I think it's well paced, well written. Well acted. Oh my god. The acting on this one was was superb in my opinion. I really enjoyed it.
1: I agree. I think it's a good episode. I think they they do you know, like you said, the acting's really great. And I think that's what stands out most. It's character driven. Um I worry that we're gonna continue to kind of spiral down a path that's like maybe not as good as what's come before, but that said, I feel like this one gives a little bit of closure and I think does a pretty good job of setting us up for the second port portion of this like that like is specifically the video game stuff I feel like there's enough here to like justify now he's a zombie and he's going to shoot people as a cowboy and it kind
0: of makes sense so I'll give a thumbs up to that I think the other thing this episode did that we didn't talk about was it, it definitely set Harry up as his like moral event horizon like he's definitely now the bad guy very clearly very obviously this was the last straw is what you're saying yeah yeah besides this being the swan song for big daddy this was kind of the this was the point of no return for harry being a jerk ass no i think that's a good point i didn't even think about that that does it for this
1: week that's episode 16 letter next time we've got episode 17 mika mm. and we'll see how that one goes uh when we get there but Before we get to next week, we got to end this week. Hey, Bill.
0: Hi. Take us home, will you? I am home. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. And I would sell my soul to Satan to find the answers I'm looking for. No, I wouldn't.
2: I'm Bill. And I want to remain in the containment
0: chamber. Asleep.
1: Until i meet it again. I'm Josh. And I want to believe in my best friend. I believe.
0: I'm Andy. Yeah. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. I was just talking about leather jacket on Ball Gag. Thanks for listening to Tuning
1: Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com check out our youtube channel and our new series tuning rpg by searching for tuning japanese or tuning rpg on youtube.com please help support the show by going to itunes and leaving a five-star rating and review you can also go to patreon.com tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily.
2: Take a load off. Have a seat. Can I get you something to drink? I happened to get my hands on a bottle of 28-year-old bourbon the other day. What do you know? This bourbon was bottled the same year I was born. It matured almost as well as I have.
0: Thanks for the offer, but unfortunately I don't drink bourbon, only whiskey. Oh? May I ask why? Bourbon's derivative descended from whiskey. It's not the original, as it were. Well then, let's get rid of every ounce of whiskey in existence. Then bourbon becomes the original, right? Whatever makes you think that's the way things are. Millennium's a good teacher. I think that
1: way because of Millennium.